Hello, 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 everyone. What up? We are back with another episode of The Plot Strikes Back, 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 back. Coming to you with a new-ish movie. What's, new-ish. It came out in, well, as I read, it came out in L.A. only in November, but then the actual theatrical release was like late December. Yeah. And it's now on Paramount Plus because it got a lot of nominations for awards and whatnot. Yeah. And I, I don't like, oh. I don't think the movie made Dude, I th- that was There was no marketing for this movie, I yeah. swear. I know you were like I saw Babylon. I was like I I, I was even like Babylon. What movie yeah, is no that? No one I was like, dude, I saw this awesome movie Babylon and they're just like, "What? What's that?" Yeah. Like, what? You're like, how could you not know? And I'm like, and then I saw a trailer for like maybe a day after you and I talked about it. I'm like, oh, yeah. With Margot Robbie and Brad Pitt and yeah. like some other scattered actors with cameos. And I'm like, oh, yeah, what's it about? And then you're like, tell me what it was it about? And I'm like, yeah, I guess I'll see it at some point. But mm. I'm, but I'm glad it came out to a streaming service sooner rather than later. But was, that's the problem. It's one of those movies that gets like it gets released at the end of the year. No marketing. No, there was like no hype. But then somehow ends up having these nominations, and and as we'll we'll get into the movie, but I'm thinking about some of the the points of the movie, the acting, you can the see shots, why. yeah. And I'm like, man, it, this is a really good movie, but it didn't make it didn't even make the money that was spent on the budget. In the box yeah. office, which is... Which sucks, because I love the movie a lot. It blows my mind. But you know what's actually funny? That's almost like a weird comparison for the re- like for the reality. Things that happen in that movie that's about movie making. Yeah. From the ni- like late, teen- late 1920s going into like the early 30s. But how a movie like that with big actors in our reality just did not make the money we would really think it it would or it could if marketed properly. Like you've got two big actors and a bunch of other, you know, scattered actors in there. Not to mention to help carry know, the movie, but it's Damien just, Chazelle as well. Yeah. You know, and as the director, like, I, I don't know. It, it doesn't make sense. It, it, it feels like the marketing was the issue. hundred percent. Because hundred percent. This movie was just, it was so good. I loved it a lot. Yeah, and and that's the thing. It's a it's a comedy drama. I would I would agree with that. And I didn't I didn't really even I just thought it was more of a not like a historical piece, but more so it was an homage, just like yeah, like like a drama type of type of movie. I wasn't expecting the comedy at all. And there like, was definitely comedy from the very oh, first I, scene. I know that's what I was like. I was like, I was like what? this this movie is hilarious. I even texted you. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, this movie is is funny. Like, there's a Dude, lot. Dude, that of movie parts. is so funny. <laughs> it was way just that like just that first scene was just was way 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 over the top, and you're just like, I'm f-ing here for this, man. I love it. Yeah, and, and again, it's got Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie, Diego Calva, um, Gene Smart, um, Jovan Adepo, Lee Jun Lee, directed by Damien Chazelle. It's it's a three-hour movie, and we just said this before. It definitely felt like a three-hour yeah. movie. But on the flip side of that, three hours was 
you know, good for the movie. There's a lot going on. Yeah, and and I and the whole thing is there was a there was a large story to tell based on on Hollywood from that era. Yeah. And it's as I went through the movie and thought about how things were at that time and you you know, you talk to some like older family family members or you know how they talk about how movies were like even going back to like old westerns because you know at one point Toby Maguire's character my favorite scene in the entire movie. James, right? He mentions Wyatt Earp. Like yeah. he, he met Wyatt Earp, but then he died. And he comes with this like crazy idea for a movie for him. Yep. Like just like Wyatt Earp, but he's like retarded. And I'm, <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah. I mean, and you're just like, oh, okay. It's like, oh, well, <laughs> you know. And listen, he's into some weird stuff. So for him to come up with some outlandish idea. Like that just wasn't too surprising. Man, that character really freaked me out, dude. But I loved it. I actually had a actually an interesting idea for for his character. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna save. Okay. Well, not for his character, but for Tobey Maguire acting as that character. Okay. So, and it might make a little sense. And to you listening, uh, to everyone listening, see if you would agree. And I'll, I'll 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 get to it in a little bit as we kind of just move through the the movie. But there were a lot of great, great shots, like this from the cinematography, you know? The cinematography was awesome in this movie. Yeah, I obviously the, the party scene, like that one like continuous shot. And like, there's so much going on. And I don't know how much was actually real. Like if there was a ton... There was a good amount of it that was real. Like I'm, It looked like it. The, the lead guitar player for um, The Strokes is in that scene. Is he really? He's the one who can't find the chicken, or he's trying to get the chicken from under the couch, and he has a just a, a platter of Coke. Okay. Yeah, with, <laughs> that's him. <laughs> dude, there was so many crazy things it was, about that. Dude, like, and there was a, there was a f***ing elephant. Well, you know, even... And so, again, like there, I didn't realize how there was gonna be that many hilarious scenes, but the, the way the movie starts, the entire elephant scene about the elephant being transported and they can't go up the hill. So they decide to try and get out and push like, like you're not going to push an elephant, even though they somehow the got it there, pulling it. but then it, it just all over them. All over the guy. And I'm like, dude, that is disgusting. Yeah. And all and you then, know at this point is that they're just, they're just trying to deliver this elephant to a, a house, but it's in Beverly Hills, I think in 19, yeah. like 20. So it's yeah. nothing but desert. Yeah. There's nothing out there. And then after they somehow, I think at one at one point the car the truck carrying the elephant starts to go backwards. Yeah, down it's sort the of, this started to slide. So yeah. it's it has this weird, it may be old, like satire humor to it, you know that that you would kind of think that it fits from like the nineteen twenties. Yeah, you know, and or you know, black and white movies, sort of again from the old days, and this would have been a cool movie, black and white. Honestly, yeah, no, I think I would have. You know, I, I think if they would have done like a noir version of this, it would have been really cool. Because like, even some of the things that they show from the movie of making movies in that era are in black and white anyway. Yeah. So it's like, might as well just make a whole black and white thing, and you know, see what people think about it. But mm-hmm. when they're at the party, and you see this this chick who ends up ODing, yeah, like she's. She literally just starts pissing on this dude, Piggy, this fat dude. Yep. <laughs> and pisses pissing on his his fat gut and then starts pissing in his face. 
as she's going to like reach over to do like a line of coke or whatever it is and i'm yep. like <laughs> Like what? What is this? Yeah, there were like, like people in this. There's this giant. There's this giant band playing just this jazz the, band. Yeah, the, hitting all the notes. But yeah. at the same time, you got people dancing. You got people doing all kinds of drugs. You know, having sex. They're they're dancing. They're drinking. They're doing this. They're doing that. It's just wild, and it's all happening so quick. Yeah, and intro to Margot Robbie's character nelly Leroy, when she just crashes into the statue came um, out of nowhere dude that that was hilarious and then she just you know is literally faking it until she makes it which yeah. people still do that to this day and i don't know how much of that sort of idea took place back then but she she because she was imitating someone else i forget who who she was trying to imitate at the time but that's when we see Manny, who you know was in you know, the intro scene, and you know we see him at the party, obviously, and he's sort of was like, "Oh, Nelly Leroy, yeah, yeah, you're on the guest list. Come this way with me." And so he it's he gets this love at first sight too, mm-hmm. because she's so beautiful, and obviously a little whacked out too. Like she's a little 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 crazy. Um, little, I, I might be, um, fantastic actress though for that time. My oh God. yeah. Yeah. No, I think, I think Margot Robbie's acting as that type of character was, was very well done. Same with Brad Pitt too. Oh yeah. Well that's, yeah. Exactly. That's the thing. You get these two, which I actually, for Brad Pitt to play the role he played and yet Brad Pitt is obviously older and is still making movies. I'd say Brad Pitt's one of the last movie stars we got. Uh, one of. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think there's some other older actors, too, that will probably, you know, be done, like, say, like Harrison Ford, right? Who's older and probably won't be in many more movies as we know it, but. I'll give him two more movies. Three more movies. Nah, I'd say, I'd say probably, like. Two, because we will we'll see well, with you Thunderbolts. Have, you have to think indie, Thunderbolts, and some other MCU movie, Captain probably. America. Yeah, yeah. So anything else besides of what we don't know? I don't know. Which I again, guess we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. But um, yeah, she just Natalie Leroy makes her way into the party and is, you know, just going around and trying to. I don't want to say fit in, but she she definitely fits in. She's yeah. She's just trying to take it all in. Yeah. You know, try yeah. a little of this. Try a little of that. Whoa. You know. Yeah. And then we we get uh, Brad Pitt's character James Conrad intro, and I love that because he's sitting there speaking Italian to his wife cameo from Olivia Wilde. Yeah. And she just can't take it, and she's like speak Italian one more time. And then he does it. And she's just like, get him out of the car. We're getting a divorce. <laughs> and then he starts speaking English right after that. Yeah. Hilarious. Cause he was probably just like, yeah, I'm over this whole thing. Like I've been through this. This is just another rotation in his line and in his career yeah. in his life. So he just, he doesn't care at that point. He's like, I'm a star. Yeah, it's just another f- fling. This is my what fourth or fifth wife mm-hmm. wife. So, okay. That's it. Cool. I'm at a party now. I'll I'll get maybe someone here, and then he does. The waitress or server, yeah. Jen, I think her name the was. Cocktail server, yeah. Yeah, cocktail server, and 
and there again through the whole montage in that party scene you see him off in the cut banging her up against the wall oh yeah i forgot about that so it's it's again there's just so much that goes on at that party because it's literally wild af and then we get uh lee jun lee played uh, her character's lady Faye. yeah and we have her intro that was pretty cool and she does her song which was also pretty funny about my girl's yeah <laughs> the lyrics were very very clever i'll have to say it dude it it was it, it was just a different it was a different time yeah and and that's and, all. and that's the thing i'm thinking about man did this stuff actually happen in the 1920s fucking free for all out there man yeah but i wonder if if damien was just like looking up and doing all this old research from from hollywood in that era and just found a bunch of notes and like stuffed stories fuck probably man because there there were no there were no rules in hollywood at that point it was just like make movies and at that point it was silent film so it was a little bit easier to produce you know versus talkies as they end up calling them in this movie um (laughs) yeah so but you get that that i'm the movie star i make you know i show up and i do this shot type deal um which you eventually get in i believe like the next like two or three scenes um yep but you know just a different era the golden era may i may i probably say yeah and and another great shot is is uh when like again i guess it's part of the party scene but it's that whole that whole dance scene that margot robbie does i love that dude that scene was awesome and it like pans up yes oh man dude because then it's like who because she essentially gets that's what gets her the role and the girl odin the old the girl ods and and i think it's just one of those things too that we could definitely attribute to you know our real life because it is essentially the same thing even though it's just you know portrayed in a movie where you know, being, I don't want to quite say being at the right place at the right time, but just being at a certain place at a certain time somehow pans out. Like, yeah, you know, she decided to go to this, this, this party, even though she essentially literally crashed into it, somehow gets in cause she's kind of faking being a star, but she's acting like one and then wilds out and ends up getting a role because some other girl ODs. And obviously a rip, but, you know, she was doing the wrong thing at maybe the right place. Yeah. But she just made a poor decision, I guess. And maybe a few, you know, it, it worked out for, for Nelly and, uh, but yeah, that whole scene with her, I love that. I, I put that down as in my notes. Like, I just pulled up the soundtrack shots. just cause I was going to see if I can, that jazz song playing in the beginning. Ooh, so good. That that was like do 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 You know, it, it reminded me a little bit of a, of an of that one Eminem song. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's a good four minute song here. Oh yeah, yeah, that song, man. Dude. That with a room packed full of people, it was just a good time. It was yeah. a great way to be like. This is how we, this is a normal Thursday because in the next scene, everyone is just going back to work. Yeah. It's well, and like, you know, as the, as the night is getting later and later, that's when she finds, she's playing. I like how they set it up 
very very subtly when we see we see Nelly playing cards at a table with some dudes, and there's really no indication that she, I guess maybe she likes playing cards, but that she knows or doesn't know how to, or maybe that she has or doesn't have a gambling problem, but because she's just playing with a bunch of dudes and she's and she's obviously just all. You know, she's just whacked out of her mind. Yeah. It's late. She's at a party. She's just taking it all in. And then she gets tapped on the shoulder saying, like, you know, you got to be on a movie set in, like, a few hours. You know, and she freaks out. And then when she runs outside, it's, you know, essentially morning. Yep. And there's people passed out all over the place, you know. and And look, that's – it worked out for her. And then that's when we see the scene with Jack Conrad – and he's like, yeah, just one more drink because he sees like a bottle of champagne or whatever. And then uh, Flea, Flea, dude, the fact that Flea's in this movie too was just yeah. hilarious. <laughs> and he's like, tells Manny, you need to drive Jack Conrad home. He's passed out. So the fact that he was just pretending to be passed out the entire time. And then he was trying to get <laughs> him out of the takes car. Running. He just yeah, tries, he like, he freaks Manny out. He grabs him back or whatever and just takes out running, goes inside, and he's talking to. He's talking to Manny and he's like taking off his clothes and like Manny's like kind of picking up after him. And then, uh, what was it? He is standing on a, I guess like a balcony that he has in his house and he, he jumps on, he gets, he's he's talking about the next thing. Right. And he stands on a table and then he ends up falling over. Yeah. Well, he starts dancing on the table and then falls off. Over the railing, slides down the roof, and then falls into the pool. And the pool fakes the fact that he might be dead. And I'm thinking, is this, is this real? And and then which would have been hilarious. Manny, yeah, it would have been. But then Manny goes down there, and of course he just gets up. He's like, "All right, I'm going to bed." And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> and then he decides to make him his assistant, and he's like, "All right, well, we're going to work in a few hours." He's like, "You need to come with me on set." And then the fact that he gets up again, probably a couple hours na- uh, later. And then he's like, and Manny's like, what? Like Manny's struggling to keep up, but yep. and he's all dressed up and he's like, you ready? Let's go. Yep. Yep. And the, I think another one of my favorite, or I guess I'll say a great shot was when they're on the movie set, like the next day mm-hmm. or I guess later that day. Right. And cause you've got the two things that are happening simultaneously, right? Where you've got, the movie set with Nelly Leroy with the with the bar, right? And then you've got the movie set with with Jack Conrad. And there's a huge, huge battle. Yeah. With like the German that director. That is my favorite scene in the entire movie. Yeah. They to give you guys all a rundown of this, what's going on, it is in the middle of nowhere. They have all these yeah. tiny, tiny, like one stage sets where they're shooting these silent films, including Nelly uh, Leroy's uh, bar scene. And then yep. all the way across, you have this massive, just. It's like open like valley. Yeah, this giant, like, battle, like medieval times. Yeah. And um, this. German filmmaker is just screaming and cursing <laughs> the entire time. Yeah. And it's this quick montage of just trying to like, the people don't want to work this, that, and the other, like 
it's this whole thing, and then Manny ends up getting on a horse, taking a gun, and rounding up all these men to get them to work. And they all it's this massive battle scene. People are getting actually hurt. Yeah. Like stabbed and shit. they break like four cameras. And he starts freaking out, like, we need the shot. We need the shot. <laughs> yeah, they went through they went through I think ten cameras. Yeah. And I'm like thirty five millimeter cameras in at, at, in nineteen 1927 yeah and like late you know? yeah, whatever yeah whatever year was 1927 1929 and then and then they st- but they're not done yet there's still like one more scene hour. shot they need the golden hour yeah you know and shot. yeah i think it was tim no 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 tim was the guy that got fired on set they make manny go drive like speed into the city to pick up a camera a camera and it was like was it a 2708 or 2709 it was like What's the difference? And the, the shot guy's like, and he goes, "Hey, this hey, guy doesn't know, this the, guy difference. Doesn't know the difference." <laughs> yeah, I'm like, "What a what a dick, dude!" Oh my god, so funny. But you know, that's you know probably true. And and the fact that he, he has to wait, he waits like three or four hours. I think it's I think it's one. He says he says thirty minutes, but then he oh, ends, ends up, up waiting an hour. hour. Yeah, I don't know where I got two or three from. And as soon as it walk, the guy walks in with it, he just takes it and speeds it back. Speeds right out. But then the fact that he he saves the day. And they get that that golden hour shot with Brad Pitt getting with, the kiss, and then the butterfly lands on on his shoulder. It's like perfect. And then he says like cut, and then he he praises Manny. He's like, "You saved the day. You saved the movie," and mm-hmm. which is kind of hilarious for this. That this. entire time, Brad Pitt is currently rewriting the script in his tent, getting hammered drunk too. <laughs> Yes. The entire time, and then literally steps out once. That was weird. Was that a text message or was it? No, random music just started playing on my iPhone. That is weird. We're leaving it in. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> Don't know what happened there. I don't even know what song that was. Yeah, I didn't either. But yeah, he he's he's rewriting it and he's yeah. getting hammered drunk. That dude, like, hilarious. The fact that he just. But then he has that sort of star power too, right? To, exactly. To do that. And he's not even like the director. He's just... This, he's the movie star. He's the movie star. So, but yeah, the the other scene that's happening with with Nellie Leroy and she keeps doing this, this scene over and over again, but she starts kind of doing her own thing as well. And like the director is kind of like, yeah, like go with it, go with it, and she's doing really well. The cries on command. Yeah, she's over like, and over again. Yeah, it's like, how do you do it? She's like, I just, I just think of home, and <laughs> I don't know the the, the other assistant. Uh, I can't think of his name. Oh, the dude with glasses. Yeah, the, from uh, he's been Wolf of Wall Street. Yes, he was so funny. Yeah. in that in uh, another he, scene coming yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, but like, in that part, in the like, there's some one of the older guys that's like at the fake bar. He gets a boner. Because yeah, <laughs> because she's dancing on the on the bar. He's like, he's like, yo, uh, you know, put your boner away. But it's that it's that scene where, um, right before, uh, she's like. What happened with the with the other girl with big tits? It's like, oh, she OD'd, and that's when Tim was uh, his just name. He's like, Tim, you're fired. He just didn't even do anything. He's like, what? <laughs> Tim, you're fired. It's like, well, sorry, Tim. Oh my God. What? <laughs> what? Uh, but yeah, that that was, you know, that was really um, uh, a cool 
just co- a cool take on just I guess movie making at that time and um it was really cool yeah and and you know as they start to well you know Jack's already a, a, a big star but as now he starts to rise in fame you know the idea of what's next and that is talkies yeah having audio and just to think about when they're using or or, or with Nelly Leroy's next film being an you know a, a talkie and they have to they're they're in a warehouse right for Mr. Uh, Wall- Wallach I think his name Wallach. is and I just um oh god what, what's that actor's name uh Goldman Golden his name I think oh gosh I'm gonna watch me be so wrong I have a, hold on I have a, I have a list because he's here. in he's uh he's in uh Curb Your Enthusiasm exactly yeah uh oh Jeff Garland I yeah. was not close yeah you weren't um it's fine though uh D- Don Wallach <laughs> when they are you know planning out the movie they have two microphones that are strategically placed based on Nelly's marks on, on set. set yep and then which is interesting because again i just think this is this is just again great acting by margot robbie because you see her behind on set but behind the door and there's a little you know little crack in the door that she can see it, you know, the director as she gives like the hand wave signal for her to go through and but she's behind behind the set and she's she looks a little, little nervous yeah, you know she's like panicking about like trying to remember her lines and everything like that because she never really she never she's never done never it. had to yeah yeah and everything else she just kind of does naturally because that's the type of person she has that's her that's her personality but when it comes to remembering lines she just doesn't have that that you know that skill trade yet nope and you know she had a couple you know mistakes of missing the missing the mark but. <laughs> That scene was funny, dude. I mean, that everything about that because I think they only did like maybe eight takes total. Yeah, but those Every eight takes, you you were there for the, all full eight takes. Oh, it was hilarious because the first time, if it wasn't it was, like audio, she missed her mark. It was something. She just speaks and she's like, "Well, hello, college." And the guy, the uh, the audio guy is like, "He's like." Like she, she cut, she breaks like the, the the receiver or whatever. She's too loud, and she's like, "Can you try doing it like quieter?" She's like. Well, I'm in college, or like you know, whatever it is, and like, you're you're too quiet. Oh my god! And then one time she, she spins a little bit further than her mark, because she's like, I don't know, I just kind of felt uh, maybe I could I could do this, you know. And the the director doesn't really have a problem with it. She's like, Oh yeah, okay, she's like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, yeah let's but try the that. audio guy's like, It's gonna take us 20 minutes to <laughs> take it down and set it back the entire time. The, but the audio guy the was camera, not having it. The cameraman is in this basic hot box, right? Because yeah, inside they, of this warehouse, because of the camera, it's too loud. Exactly. So the the uh, the film can't be picked up by the, uh, the camera, oh, the, uh, the mics, the microphone. So yeah. the entire time he's like, "Can I come out of time?" He's like, "Get the <laughs> back in there, hit <laughs> can record." It's, like, it's really hard to use. He's like, "I don't care. You'll be fine." And then he dies. Yeah, that, that's 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 the crazy part. Because then. You know, th- there was there was a guy who comes in. He like he, he um, enters through the door, and, and it was. And then the well, then like the next time, he's like, if anyone if anyone else comes to that f- door, I'm going to like 
like just he goes in this huge just he's rant pissed. and he's like i'm gonna you know, i'm gonna you know shove my foot up your ass whatever it is and and the next person who does mr. is mr wallach is mr wallach and he's like mr oh oh hi mr wallach and he's just like am i interrupting anything like <laughs> i'm just here to see my movie and then it's funny because i think it was the the take after that she nails the whole thing she nails it and it's like you there's like a there's a sudden pause and it and it's god did we get that and then they open up the and got it <laughs> it was awesome that's when uh who, what was his name the uh, was it bill i think it was bill bill maybe no i don't know if it was bill uh, i can't remember now i, I want to say it's bill i'm going to say it's bill anyway but he that's when he falls out and and, and uh, dies and dies uh, unfortunately so yeah pretty funny stuff though with the, just all the the different retakes and i mean yeah i would not it, have it was just a part of the challenges of 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 switching to talkies versus silent film you know yeah yeah and man i don't know if which you know it's funny i just thought of this think about that right like just that that air what they what they had to deal with right and then think about that whole outburst from christian bale when he was doing the terminator salvation movie oh, yeah, and like, and like, like someone in front of the set or something he like tripped over a cable or, or whatever it was and was like, you want to trash my set you would trash my lights you know oh yeah like that whole that whole bit i love oh it's a cover what a terrible movie too it, it wasn't bad but i just think it was just so it was no one asked for it that was random as but i I don't know. I, I liked the concept of it. Like, I think they could have just done more with going in that direction, but they, they just kind of left it as a, a one and done yeah. offshoot movie. But anyway, I love the family guy, the take two. And they just, when they put Peter Griffin as he was the guy who was. The guy who tripped. Uh, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> just the audio recording. It's like a tape playing on screen and the, uh, in the phone guy episode and you just have him like, no, Mr. No, Mr. Bale. I just wanted some peanut M&Ms. But, yeah, just kind of crazy to think about. They had to be super silent. Like, even the audio was like, do you hear that? Do you hear that buzz? Do you hear that, like, ringing? And it's like, no, I don't hear anything. Like, but. Oh, yeah. yeah Did anyone hear that? It was Bill. <clears throat> it was it? Bill, Bill dies in the hot box. Poor guy. And, uh, yeah, rip. So, what else did I think it was hilarious so there's another big party scene right and again all the actors are still in their fan uh, um you know stardom and we see nelly's two-bit father oh yeah he was a you know a moocher kind of like her manager yeah he was yeah it was her manager and you know it was just basically there for the money you know like look at my daughter she's a star and you know she's like you know paying to open up for him to open up some diner and he's trying to act like he's a big shot by telling all these stories that are essentially a bunch of, you know, BS. And yeah. then, and then there's a part where she goes into the bathroom and she hears people talking about her. And at first she was kind of laughing, but then I think she, I think it was in that sequence. Then she kind of breaks down in the bathroom, but then like kind of pulls herself together. Yeah. And then it's sort of just like it all. I'm going out there and that's when she sees her dad 
And he's and she's like, oh, what story are you telling? He's like, oh, I'm telling. Oh, you're telling the story about the snake? How you fought a snake? Cool. She's like, how about this? Who wants to go fight a real snake? Or who wants to see my dad fight a real snake? And then everyone's like, yeah. Totally forgot about that scene. Yeah, dude. Well, that, that was one of my other favorite scenes. Because then they're just they're just driving and drinking in the middle of the night in, in the, the middle desert, of desert and trying to find a rattlesnake. Try, yeah, trying to find a, a snake. They find a I guess you know it was a I don't remember, I guess a Western Diamondback it, rattlesnake. It, it had to be like a rattlesnake. That. Yeah, and they find one. They stop. Obviously, it's super pissed off. And then her dad being drunk. I well, so he's like, oh, I want to fight. He gets super close. And then he passes out, oh, yeah. and I, I was thinking because you know this is a part part comedy film, all, with all this humor. I thought the snake was going to bite him after he had passed out. Oh, you know, mm-hmm. and it didn't happen. I was like, oh, okay. Well, how is this scene going to turn out? And then Margot or Nelly Leroy says, "Who else is going to fight him?" And there's a bunch of like college. Was it what, she? They were, were there's a bunch of dudes. They were like uh, the swim team. It was some swim team. Yeah, some some that were, that that someone brought that she just I guess. Oh no, she brought them. She brought them, but she beat them in some sort of like bet. I think it was. Yeah, and uh, they had to like be her beer. I guess slaves basically for the night. Yeah, you know she just had <laughs> control of them, but none of them stepped up to the challenge. I wouldn't. No, no one else did, right? And those t- so she was like, all right, I'll fight the snake. And I'm like, oh, no, I can see what's coming here. And it's it's like somewhat telegraphed, but not tr- not fully, because when she goes and picks it up, I was like, oh. But what what happens next is the snake bites her in the neck. And I'm like, right, oh. in, the neck. Yeah, right in the jugular. And I'm like, oh, and everyone freaks out. Like, no one knows what to do. And I'm like, man, everyone there is just dumb. Well, they're hammered. Well, yeah, but at the same time, you wouldn't think like, even if you are hammered, like we gotta we gotta help her. Everyone's just like, oh, starts running around. Yeah, well, because she starts running around with the snake attached to her neck too. Yeah, and it's, I mean, obviously it's uh, a bit of a chaotic scene, but also there's there's this humor behind it because of of Margot Robbie and and just acting crazy. Yeah, but she has a, a, a real right to be acting that way because she has a rattlesnake that's just sunk, you know, sunk in its teeth and venom, pumping venom into her system. Yeah, and then she falls over and seemingly dies until everyone just again just doesn't know what to do. And then Lady Faye just steps up like a boss. Lady Faye, she's just like smoking a cigarette. She's like, "Ugh, all right, <sighs> fine, like." I guess I'll save a life. Yeah, and she takes out a knife, goes over, cuts the snake. That wasn't the snake's head exactly, but it was like maybe, maybe like, I don't know, several inches down from the snake's head, cuts it, takes the head out of out of her neck. And I love that I love that that was another nice shot I, I liked because it was very like Quentin Tarantino esque. Oh, it was disgusting though. Oh, that's what I'm that saying. Out. Like it's just the close yeah. up on her on her neck with like you could see like what looks to be venom and like the blood, blood like kind of pumping out. Up. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, oh weird. my god. Gross. And then loved it. Again, uh, Lady Faye just starts sucking out the venom, Sucks and I was the venom like, out, oh my life. god! And then takes the flask out. That's that was, that's a boss ass move. 
Because, like, think about it. If she didn't have the flask, would she have been able to do that at all? Because she herself would have been poisoned at that point. Well, I mean, she... I mean, yeah, well, she's, yeah, she kept spitting it out, but there's obviously, like, trace in it, but because it's... But know, it's... At, at that point, it's pretty much gasoline-type alcohol. So. Yeah, like, th- that's, like, you know, probably, like, one... You know, it's probably, like, 151. Like, it's it's very potent alcohol. Yeah. You, you can know. just rinse your mouth out of that. Yeah, and she, she, you know, ripped a little little swirl, spits that out, pours it the rest on her, on, on her neck, and then, what, maybe three seconds later? <gasps> and then... Look, lady fake out what she wanted. She got to kiss no little Roy. Yeah. You know? And obviously, listen, called for. <laughs> she could have been dead. Yeah. So, you know, uh, you know, ser- serves her right. But at the same time, uh, very, very great scene to me. And I, th- I like how, you know, again, with the story, there's like, – we have Jack Conrad who's at the top and we see his decline over the course of this movie. Mm-hmm. But then we see three other characters. We see Manny, Nellie and Sidney Palmer. They who, all kind of rise who get to this. It, it, yeah. It's, it's really interesting. And, and they're all getting this, this, you know, rise to fame. You know, Manny finally gets to be a director. Mm-hmm. Right. And she, or he starts to help help Nelly like change her act while maintaining the spotlight. But also is do you know directing movies for Sydney too? Yeah, and so you know? so like Manny and Sydney is, are 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 working together. You see like you know Sydney you know leading his own band. Like he's in the spotlight. Like you know he's a he's not just a a popular like jazz musician or like mm-hmm. you know like kind of big big bandish mu- musician. But he's also an actor, yeah. Essentially, and another one of my favorite scenes is when they're at that like rich people's oh that like, like bougie that, party yeah or whatever that, gathering like brunch yeah thing. and just seeing how you know again like Nelly has to change her whole persona yeah. to fit in like you know, say these things if you don't know what to say say something in French. You know, don't tell any jokes. Don't do any of this. And she freaks out because then she obviously sees, you know, Manny's there, Sydney Palmer's there, and you know, Sydney's getting all these like questions, and you know, some of them very awkward. Yeah. Manny even sees. I think there's a part where Manny and Jack Conrad like they they walk like right past each other. Yeah. And and no one they don't say anything. It's just sort of this weird like walk by pass pass by sort of yeah con- like facial confrontation and then that's that yeah and nelly is losing her shit, but then manny kind of helps you know pull her back in mm-hmm. but it's it's when nelly finally snaps at the party and just go she's like i'll tell a joke i don't remember the whole joke but it, it, it ends in like you know a, i think it was like a bear wants it asks another animal if if sticks to its fur and he's like no and then he's like okay cool then i guess the other bear like uh takes and uses it as as, as, you know toilet paper yeah wipes its ass with it but then nelly is taking off 
or taking, I guess, I forget what kind of animal it, it was. It was like a, it was like a mink yeah. scarf yeah. jacket thing. That some, you know, bougie lady was, was wearing. Some rich white chick. Yeah. And, and uses it to like fake wipe her ass, but, uh, and throws it on the ground. And then everyone's like flabbergasted, like <gasps> gasp. Yeah. And then. And then she just starts going nuts, like eating all this weird stuff at the table. Just starts like, you know, oh man, she calm people's out. Up yeah, to all and, of it. And then there, whoever's house it was, or whatever, whoever, whatever guy it was, I don't remember. And I don't, I don't care. But uh, she walks outside and he's like, and then she goes back inside and just vomits all over the rug. He's like, my rug. And then he he walks up to her and then she just vomits right all in right his face. And I'm like, yes, man. <laughs> Eat the rich. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and, and Manny's just shocked that, that all that just happened. Because at that point, she's pretty much sealed her ticket to Hollywood. Yeah. She, she's done. She, yeah. Her, she just sealed her fate. Yeah. It's like, that's it. And then Sidney Palmer left. He's like, all right. And this is my cue to leave because just all these weird questions nope. that he's just obviously feeling very uncomfortable with. And, and then it jumps to. I think 1932 and, 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 and Jack's getting, well, actually, no, I think there was a scene where, I don't know if I'm going out of order here, but, um, Jack, and maybe it is after this when Jack's getting questioned about the future, like in 1932. And then he goes, he's, he's trying to get in touch with someone for who he was trying, he was trying to get in touch with. And it's like, Oh, at 1 PM, a 1 PM comes and it's like at 4 PM. Oh yeah, I was trying to meet with one of, with, the, with the, one of the producers, right? The studio producer. Yeah, and so then he goes to his office. Is not there. Sees a magazine on his desk under a couple other magazines, and it's like, you know, Jack Conrad's career through. Yeah. And he's like, and you sh- it shows him in the desert driving, or speeding back to somewhere else, which we see is. Um, the- the girl who wrote the article. Yeah. Oh God. What was her name? I mean, she, she's real with them, you know? Yeah. Well, and, and that's the interesting part too, because, because she has this very, uh, I don't want to quite say humbling, uh, reassuring. Yeah. Like it's just, here's, here's the truth of the matter, Jack. Like you, you have to understand where, where things are going mm-hmm. and, it's it's very much oh that's right uh, Eleanor, and it's just about how his time in the limelight is is over. Like he's not going to be who he thought he was, and mm-hmm. and that's and that's again that's very very true. We could we could go through, we could spend probably an hour going through a n- numerous people that we've that we've seen in movies and haven't seen them do anything in years. And that's, that's just, happens, that's just you know? the, yeah. And it's whether maybe people are getting, you know, typecasted or just, you know, their, maybe their, their chops have faded and then just how they haven't done anything or, or maybe they're, they're just, they're, they've just been essentially replaced. Right. But I like what you said though, because of, of the fact that because he's been in, well, at the end, at the end of his, of his life, he's been in 82 movies, which is, it's just a good bit of, you know, that's a, that's a pretty nice chunk of movies. Yeah. And actually, you know, I, thought, I kind of thought of it too. I wonder how many movies Brad Pitt's actually been in overall in his, in his whole career. Probably close. Which I was like, I wonder if that's actually true. Like, I wonder if Brad Pitt's actually been in 82 movies. Um, but the fact that she says, like, you'll be, 
you're being immortalized. And I think that's the one thing about, you know, doing, I mean, essentially anything that ever gets recorded, you know what I mean? Essentially we're being immortalized through this podcast because when we're dead and gone, you know, maybe in a hundred years later, someone will stumble, stumble across this, this podcast and be, huh? What? 47 movies from 1988 to 2002. So he's only to, been 47. 2022, I'm so sorry. 47, okay. Huh. I thought it would have been in more, but I guess that makes sense. But he's he's still young, so, yeah. you know, again, he could probably... He could top 80. Well. I, I think I think by the time he retires, I want to say probably 60. 60 plus, maybe? Like 55. 55? Yeah, you're right. I'll say I'll, I'll go with 60, 65, 60. Yeah, maybe somewhere between 60 and 70 movies. But, yeah. um, but again, like for 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 his character, the fact that he's been in 82 movies and he has to understand that there's this the truth, the realization of of him not just being that person anymore. Yeah. It it's not so much like a humbling thing, but it's just something that he's, he's struggling to accept, to, to accept. And then, yeah. cause the, one of the last movies he does, it bombs. It, yeah. It's terrible. And like, he sneaks into the yeah, theater. People are laughing. People, I love you. I love you. I love you. Like, you know, just mocking you know, him. Yeah, exactly. They're mocking him. And it's, it's very, it's very depressing for him, for him to, to see that. And, yeah. you know, there's another, some other interesting parts that are obviously very unfortunate because again, Hollywood, we've got Manny mm. has to fire Faye. Yep. Because of this weird perceived lesbian affair with Nellie, which it you there wasn't a lot of it in the movie and you only see her them like through tabloids. Yeah. And it's it's just like, well, it's probably all all fake and talk. Sure, they kissed when she literally was dead, yeah. and she saved her life. That was that was warranted, but to make up all these lies, and again, that's that right there, very true to this day. The amount of tabloid, amount of lies, amount of rumors that come from all these Hollywood actors and celebrities, yeah. it's just it's it's terrible. And the fact that we see a character in this movie have to go through this and again it's interesting that that manny is the one to do this because of his his whole i guess the course of this the movie of his life you know and the other other interesting part of this again that same sort of spot in the movie is jack's friend george he commits suicide yeah and that kind of derails him yeah and so he's he, so now he, he realizes well I'm not I'm not as famous as I used to be. People don't like my movies. My movies are bombing. And one of my best friends just killed himself. Yeah. What do I really have going on? You know, who do I really have? What do I really have? And uh there's a part that I really really like. There's a shot that I like that that comes up later, but another interesting part too is when Manny has to oh tell Sydney tell Sydney dude dude that part was tough that yeah you, you uh, you're watching that and you're just like what because at that point you're like 
that do I do this or do I just leave in in my career right here? Yeah, like you know, Manny had a choice of going. No, this is wrong. This is like this is this is a bunch of BS. You know, because you think about it and you're like, wait, wait, wait. You're saying because they're just darker skinned in Sydney that that's somehow wrong. And I'm like, but plus he has the spotlight on him, so that he's going to appear brighter by default that's how lighting works you know well not to those execs they didn't oh yeah but i'm saying so these obviously you know execs are you know racist pieces but it's the fact that he would in that this again great acting by manny by well but well by manny and sydney right so they have to have this weird like very very quiet you know yeah uh you you have to darken yourself he's like what do you mean like take this black shoe shine. It was like yeah, it was cream like charcoal, and, or whatever. It, it was, was like yeah, it was basically charcoal. It was like just put it on, and but something that's interesting is that Manny had this moment of do I do this or do I not do it, and yeah. he did it. And you can tell Sydney went through the same exact, you know, thought process: do I do this or do I not do it? And then he did it, but then directly after, he's leaving his car. And he's leaving his at the studio, and he's walking home. He is done. Yeah, like it. it it's weird the fact that. Well, I, I okay. I won't say it's weird. It's like I actually love this the, that part because you can see how how pissed and obviously how it is for Sydney to have to do that. And obviously, like, you don't really get to see the rest of the band make any sort of, you know, like, nonverbal comments. Like, you don't yeah. see anything, you know, you don't, because the, the camera's really not on them, but, like, they're just kind of in the background. But I love the acting that that happens from uh, Giovanna Depo. And he, he plays his ass off, right? He's just wailing on his trumpet. And does it? Nope. And then you see him take the like, the towel, and you kind of just see him like put it to his face. You don't see him like actually wipe it off, but he kind of you obviously get the impression that he does wipe it off. And then he's just walking off set. He's like, "Oh, you need this for you know to come back." And he's like, "Not coming back, chief." Yep. I'm leaves. done. I'm done. You know, and and that's kind of when I I put there. I'm like, you know, obviously saying like that was really tough for me to do it because they both had options to to not do it. Manny could have left and then Sydney could have left, but they made, they both made the same decision yep. to, to do it for this one time. But it's still like that one time that really makes it awkward and obviously like extremely messed up uh, for that to happen. But again, you know, that's just unfortunately how that uh, things in that time, time period happened. Um, and then we get another, crazy <laughs> crazy turn of events with Nelly uh who ends up becoming $85,000 in debt who to people you don't want to be in debt to yeah and i think 85 grand at that point in time i i wonder how much that would mean in today's in today's money counts hmm. if you want to check that out but it's it's it, that sort of again the way that comes full circle or starts to 
engage. Whoa. What? 1.8 million. That's that's what. 80- Wait, sorry. Yeah, eighty-five thousand dollars. I just did nineteen thirty-four. That's fine. Yeah. One million eight hundred and ninety-seven thousand seven hundred and twenty dollars and fifteen cents. Yeah. I, I, Can you imagine getting in debt one point eight million dollars? Oh, you, in gambling. Oh, you definitely have to flee the country. You're you're dead. Well, I mean, it, yeah, you know, yeah, but it, as we proceed, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I would not, I could not imagine being in debt one point eight million dollars. Like, I'd be like, well, I'm, I'm either dead. Or I'm completely undergoing a new identity and never coming back to America. It would be much easier to do then, you know, to oh, disappear. Yeah. You can't disappear now. You you would literally just, like, you wouldn't be able to be connected to anything that resorted in, the, in like, the online realm. You, you just, you couldn't have any sort of... Couldn't have anything. Yeah. Like, you mean, you, you would go under a different name. You'd have to... You know, like always, if you're like for me, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like I would always have to like shave my beard like every single day or I don't know, like, I, shave my head. I don't, I don't know. I, I, it, I'm telling you, it would be, it is impossible now. You can't do it. You'd have to go through like almost a, um, like a plastic surgery and literally change how your face looks. Yeah. You know, which is absolutely wild. But I love that scene though, when Manny just kind of loses his mind and starts cursing at Nelly in Spanish. And I was like, cause that he, after all this did for her. Yeah. She's done nothing. It's like, yeah. Like he even says like, you've broken my heart since like the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then he, she's like on the ground crying and begging. So he, he bails her out and then he comes up with like an idea. And that's obviously to try and pay them off whoever it is and i think they want to try to use studio money yeah they were using right? yeah they're using studio money so it, it's fake it's fake money from like the heist movie that that manny did and that's when we get to see toby mcguire oh his 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 cameo, insanely his coked out gangster producer tycoon person James McKay. Yeah, man. I don't know. He was in two scenes. Actually, he was only in this one scene. Yeah. Really. And in just that one scene, you felt how this guy was. This this is one of the guys that was running Hollywood at the time. Yeah. It's it's really interesting how his character kind of enters the, the picture because yeah. it doesn't seem like he's someone important, but yet he has seemingly a decent amount of connections and is very um well connected and and is into a lot of weird shit a lot of weird shit and he's like yeah 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 he comes with it again the the, the wider idea and then he yeah. goes into uh what is it he's like oh you want to meet him yeah yeah I'll, I'll show you I'm just weird this crazy guy like this He's the next big thing in Hollywood or whatever. And they go to they go into this underground tunnel, but then in, in that underground tunnel they go through like seven different levels. It's like everything's like this giant, like weird brothel stuff that But like underground nightclub, they pass a, a an alligator. Yeah. Weird, like distorted, like like weird like he was like 
Oh yeah, all the deformed people. Deformed people. That yeah. Was weird. I'm like, what is going? It was weird. On, like dude, weird. Yeah. And then the next big thing is this insanely bo- ripped bodybuilder who just <laughs> eats whole ash rats. Like chomps on him. Like wears like a mask. And, and you're then, just like, oh. And and James is and he's pumped. Yeah, James is is just like, hyped. <laughs> and so then he he takes like these. He's like, give me, give me a twenty. Yeah, he's like, eat another one. Yeah, give me a twenty. <laughs> and like, takes it, crumbles it up, and throws it. And then he's like, give me another one. And then like, a drip of water from the ceiling hits the twenty dollar bill, and, then, and looks down, and he just sees it start to fade. He's like, he holds it up, you know, he holds it um, sideways or upside down, and and it just starts to run, run down the the fake dollar bill, and it's like, it was fake money. I was like, no, 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 no. We can explain. We can explain. Like, I, I can, I can get you real money. And, and then, he pulls a gun on him, and then that's when Manny grabs like this axe, like or like Kujul. I don't know what it is. Like some sort of you know, yeah, med- medieval mace or whatever. And he f- guy up. Wilson, the guy who just yep. spits incessantly. <laughs> yeah, I'm like that's gross, but okay, Dude, he's gross. Oh, he's dead now, so you know, <laughs> serves him right for just spitting all over everything and. <laughs> Just, but then and then that's it for Tobey Maguire. Well, then they run out. They run out. The he frees the alligator. They don't. They don't chase him. But that's all we see from from Tobey Maguire's character. And I loved it. It was just that one scene, and it's awesome. And so this brings me to this this idea that I had. I don't know if it would truly work, but it's in the beginning of the scene to intro to Tobey Maguire, his character, and he's. He, you see him. It's like it's a close-up shot in particular, because you see like the the look in his eyes, this weird smile that he has, and like these yellow teeth. And I was like, "What if Tobey Maguire played the Joker?" You could see it because he was putting powder on his face. Yeah, he starts to powder on. Him, I was like, "Oh my god!" He did have that creepy smile. It was a really creepy smile. It was very. Um, he was coked out of his. In mind, yeah, and, and it was almost a little bit like uh, I can't think of his name, Skarsgård's uh, Pennywise. Oh smile. yeah, it was like a mix between that and oh my like, God, it was yeah, and and, and I just kind of say like maybe a little bit like Heath Ledger's, you know, smile yeah. too. But yeah, R.I.P. Missed that guy. But I'm like, man, he could. I do like I, mean, I just I don't know how this weird feeling that that Toby, which would be kind of cool. Because Toby, you know, always sort of plays. I mean, this is a weird role for him, but he, he everyone always just you know, puts him as Spider Man. Like, yeah. What if he actually played a villain, like a superhero villain? That'd be dope. Yes, that dude. I'm telling you, if you make, if you put put makeup, man, I can kind, I can, dude, I can see that. You put like just if someone makes a Photoshop image of that picture of him. With red coloring, white face, and green hair, dude. <laughs> yeah, because he even had like a creepy laugh too. He did have a weird laugh, in that. but he and he could just—I'm sure he could come up with with one of his own because obviously he's a talented actor. But um, yeah, that's that's pretty pretty crazy. And then um, we get the, the the scene with Lady Faye and, and Jack. We hear that Lady Faye's going to uh Europe for for path or path path a I forgot, I forgot they call yeah. it. but she's obviously getting a lot of attention and 
you know, he has this, she's like, are you okay, sweetie? And he's like, I'm tired. You know, he's like, I'm just, you know, he goes, how would you, I heard your last movie was good. And he goes, it, <laughs> you know, like, I'm just, he's like, just swinging at mediocrity. And, you know, but everyone kind of seems like he's, he's back. Jack's back. And then he tells she's gone. He's like, I'll see you. In, I'll see, see you in Prague or whatever. And, you know, obviously not, but he he's like, all right. He goes to his, his wife and uh, Estelle, I think her name was, I don't remember, but yeah, he's like, I'm going to get those cigars, you know? And, and so he's walking, goes up the stairs. There's a, uh, I don't know, help. Uh, I don't know, like a, a bellboy or whatever, but the guy, He's like, yeah, he gives him gives a him money. He goes, what's your biggest tip? He's like, uh, it was $50 from you, Mr. Conrad. And he just goes, well, here you go. And just slams like a wad of cash in his hand. He's like, yeah, you're, you're, you're the future. Like, you know, make a name for yourself, whatever it is that he says. And kind of goes up. And it was right at that point. I'm like, yep. I got a bad feeling about this. Like, he why did, did he I just, go, there it is. Yeah. I'm like, why did he just, and she's kind of doing this like stroll thing. And he kind of hesitates to go in a room. And he does, and he just doesn't even close it. He just kind of just lets it slam, and it pops back open. And then we just see that shot again. I like that yep. that shot where you see right into the bathroom, right? And we just see him walk across. He walks back, and see the gun in his hand. And then we just hear the bang and the blood splatter on the lawn. I'm like, damn, man, that is that's tough. Um, no one wins in well, this movie, actually. That's what I'm saying. It's it's really weird of the. The, the house one and the, de- and the decline because of just this this weird i don't want to quite say it was like an identity crisis from a lot of people but it sort of was this weird aspect of it doesn't really matter you know i guess sort of who you are or where you where you're at like you could be at the top and still fall to the bottom you could be at the bottom and get to the top but then end back at the bottom you know or you could you could just stay at a certain point of your life. It kind of just really, de- I think it all just really depends on, you know, again, like you know, what your perspective is of maybe a career that you're in or life. And it's sort of like a, like Manny said, like, I just want to be part of something big, <sighs> you know, and, Manny. and, and that's the other part. And that's just, I think it's a good segue to when Nellie is driving uh, Manny absolutely crazy. And he's just like, he's, he's still cursing uh, in Spanish, which was great. And then they, I love the fact that they stumble onto this set. Right, There's like a guy with the camera there. Yeah. And then she's just like, I want to dance. And then he just starts basically confessing his undying love for her. And I was like, she, she's like, I'm no good for you. And then... You know, they like, let's just go to Mexico and and then they they kiss, they make up and they're like I love you, I love you, I love you and then, you know, that's being shot and recorded and and so he finally, you know, kinda of, again that whole thing comes full full circle to when they first met, you know, at the at the party in mm-hmm. nineteen twenty seven or whatever it was and so, you know, years later they're gonna go to Mexico and have kids and, and get married and she's full on board for that and they Go to another stop at night. He's like, what? Wait in the car. And then he goes up to see. Uh, I his name. He had a cape, though. He, he's. I think they call tra- him the, the Count. 
The I count, yeah. Yeah. The count. He tried to... They went upstairs to go grab some stuff, like, because they were all heading out of town. Yeah. After... He had the headshots, like... Yeah, the headshots <laughs> and grabbing his bags, and then one of the goons from Tobey Maguire's comes in and busts the man, almost kills Manny, and just lets him go. And yeah. one of my favorite shots is, while that's happening, you just see... Oh, yeah. Margot Robbie get out of the car and walk down the street into darkness, never to be seen again. Yeah, I thought that was, you know, a nice farewell because it, it doesn't show her. Getting you just get off, that newspaper just, clipping at yeah. the end that says actor's dead or something. Yeah, Nellie Leroy found found dead at 34, yeah. like, as it says. So it's, you know, you don't see her die violently by any means, but it just, it was, it was very... It's very art artsy, the way she just sort of dances off into the darkness. Yeah. You know, and it's sort of just, that's, I feel like that's w- kind of like the identity that she had. She didn't really know where she was, but like there's that spotlight from, from the actual street light, and it shows her in that point at one point. And then she, and then she just leaves. Yeah, she just goes in the darkness. It's just sort of like how her, I feel like it's like a nice, like the epitome of her life at, at such a young age. Yeah. As well. So, and then, you know, the hitman gives Manny a second chance. He's like, just get the hell out of LA. Yeah. I mean, he does. He speeds on, the, you know, the hell out of there. And, and then, bam, 20 years later. Yeah. I, I let that jump. Well, and there was also um, Sidney Palmer joins like a cafe band. Yeah. And it, it, I thought that it was interesting. Like, he's still playing, but people know who he is. And he's playing with people who like want to play yeah with them you know what i mean they're yeah. not there for money and then yeah. he's not he's playing for people that want to hear his music not change the way he looks or sounds or this yeah guy. he so, he gets this genuine feeling i feel obviously well i feel like obviously for both sydney and and manny their stories ended up kind of panning out <laughs> the best because then I mean, yeah the other two main characters died. manny ends up you know married with a daughter yeah he has a daughter and he is married. He comes back to the studio the, he used to work at, and yeah, the uh, kinescope, uh, yeah, kinescope studios, and talks to the guard there, and it's like I used to work here, and he's like, oh, how long have you been here? Like, like I've been here for a year, and and then he says to his wife and daughter, like I'll see you back at the hotel. Takes a stroll, goes into a theater, fifty cents. <laughs> Think about that. 50 cents to go to the movies, and then we just... I bought four tickets. <laughs> IMAX Ant-Man the other day for damn near 100 bucks. I know, I was just saying. And this man's strolling in. 50, 50 cents, 50 cents, dude. Keep the change. Man. But then we get the coolest part of the entire movie where he physically sees that he was a part of the change yeah. of movies and that yeah. he actually was a part of something huge, which is all he wanted yeah and then we get this cool flashback montage scene that almost gave me a seizure when i saw it in theaters but (laughs) where we get this just it is just the entire movie smashed cut into all these 10 seconds mixed with famous shots of other movies yeah you know big name movies that came out and it just hits him i think he starts to cry at one point oh yeah he no he he definitely starts crying because and and the, the other thing too is it's Singing in the Rain that yeah, starts it because that was 1952 is when that came out. And that's yeah. the year that he goes back. 
Yep. So very well done with that aspect too. And, and yeah, that, that, that montage that comes in, I don't remember all the movies, but you know, we see like the, one of Ben the, Hur. Ben Hur <laughs> is Ben Hur a fucking good movie, man. I know. Wow. I know. I know we'll probably do that at some point. So man, just know when we do that, it's going to be, it's going to be a good time. And then there's, yeah, like there's like Raiders of the Lost Ark, which we, we've obviously done. We do get a scene uh, from a movie where it is almost a line for line verbatim of what they, him and Jack Conrad had yeah. 20 years ago talking about the importance of talkies. Yeah. And then that's kind of what sets off this chain reaction of this montage and all this stuff. Well, then there's also the one with with him and 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 Nelly. Yeah. Like the the love scene. Yep. And and uh, I think yeah there was there was something else too another um throw uh, throwback to or callback. Um, I think maybe it was the the Jack and and Manny Manny part. Um, I think it was. But uh, maybe there was also the dancing one. I, I don't I don't quite remember, but I think. Yeah, we see obviously a lot of movies we know, like you know, Terminator Two, um, great movies, The Matrix, Jurassic Park, Avatar, and and then it goes back, and then we yeah, we see he's he's just in tears, like he got to be a part of something he got big, to be a part of something. and and uh, yeah, and that's essentially where it ends. Yeah, and yeah, what a. What a great movie, you know. I mean, I think it's a great concept um, from from Damien, and you know, what would you score it then? So it's long. It is long. It's definitely, and I love long movies. You know, if the time warrants it. Yeah, so. like obviously, I don't, I don't mind um, them either. But yeah, no, I love this. Obviously, I love movies, and I love the process of making movies. The funny part was. When I saw this, and it was that scene where they're trying to rush to get the camera and hurry up and get the shot and all this stuff, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, know what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this is spot on. So it was cool to see the process of you know, making movies and how they did it back in the day. So I love the entire process of it. But also it was just this. I think I read this somewhere before I saw the movie when it came out in December where it was like, quote a cocaine fueled <laughs> epic about the golden age of Hollywood. And I'm just like, that is a perfect way to describe it. Um, but uh, when it comes to scoring this movie, um, let me, let me think about that one because I think I, ah, I got it right here. What's funny is I actually did um, letterboxed. Oh, yeah. I did do a letterbox review on it. I gave it an 87. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was I was kind of leaning more toward like I, I initially I was saying like a like an eight out of ten, but I mean if I had to I'm gonna break it down, I was I was maybe thinking of yeah like maybe eighty three, eighty five, somewhere around there. Because again, like it, not that I don't I don't mind you know a three hour movie because I I'm not gonna be a hypocrite, but because I love all of the. Lord of the Rings extended version movies, and those are well over three or you know, damn near almost five hour movies. So yeah, um, I, I don't I don't mind that. It's just I think in some cases they could have been things that maybe could have been shortened a bit. And oh yeah, as like I said earlier, um, or I may have said it off air. Yeah, 
Yeah. Is that right? Off air? Yeah. 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 Um, Pre-recording on our off. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't see the on air light on, so I don't know. Oh uh, yeah. We're not, we're not yeah. on air technically. Um, but, uh, <laughs> no. So as much as I love that intro scene, I, yeah. it was like what? 13 minutes. It didn't have to be that long. Yeah. You know, so there's certain parts where it feels where that, where you feel that three hours, but even then you feel it and you're just like, it's kind of fitting for the movie, you know, but like I said, I, I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. And it's kind of funny because I just looked up some of the scores and which again, this is one of those things where we're not going to get super into this because, you know, we already been recording for a little longer, but um, for a movie that has these nominations, right. Yet the critic score, which again, I always think critic scores on like Rotten Tomatoes, whatever it is, is a bunch of it's got a 56%. And I'm like, so how is it that fact what? that it, and again, this just this doesn't line up for a movie that only has a 56% score and yet it has several nominations to win awards. So how is it that a movie that is going to potentially win an award be terrible? I there's just, no there's like that logic does not compute i w- i would say it probably has something to do with the runtime but yeah and I, I was looking at some of the audience scores and i'm just sort of like i, I get like the one one person said like you know tough to sit through the long film in one sitting but if you break it up over, over two to three sittings it's enjoyable it's an enjoyable ride that features amazing aesthetics and this person gave it like i guess this would equate to a seven out of ten because it's like a three and a half out of five stars but you know i mean there's people in here that just you know again like like we've said it before and i'm sure this won't be the last time we'll say it on this on this podcast but i feel like people just don't understand the the plots of 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 movies and you know again i feel like you know again everyone's entitled to their own opinion with movies that's you know literally the the beauty of of movies but it's you know, I like there's a comment here that um, someone did give it five stars, but they even said, okay, I don't understand the, the hate that Bob Babylon is getting. This is one of the best movies I have seen in a long time. So beautiful and rich and surreal and human. It was about Hollywood, yes, but also about the human condition and how we long to be with be someone other than ourselves and how we want others to be what we want them to be, someone better and the pitfalls of ego and love and relationships, the highs and lows of humanity it was a love letter to Hollywood and also shines on shines a harsh light of what rea- of what it, reality is. I saw a lot of David Lynch in this movie making, which is maybe why I loved it so much. Dream nightmare like, but man, I cried at the end and I'm not a crier over movies. I also hate any movie over, over two hours long, but this was totally worth it. Beats another DC or Marvel movie that we, that we have been uh, inundated with. <laughs> Hilarious. But, but like that's, I think that's kind of, you know, I, I, I agree though. This is something that we didn't didn't get a lot of marketing. So I think if with a lot of marketing, people could have probably loved it a little, a little bit more. Yeah. And yeah, it, it was a total homage to to old old school movie making and and to see where we're at now, to see the technology, uh, the types of movies, the great movies that we've gotten over time. You know, just the way we shoot movies, and it's not just like the way movies are done and set, but things, you know, that, you know, Lucasfilm was doing, you know, and the movies have taken that same like onset adaptation from like the Mandalorian, right. Other movies that have used that 
that huge background technology. Yeah. I mean, the fact that, I mean, you could say it yourself, the fact that people are making movies on iPhones yeah. is that, I mean, no one ever thought that we'd, we'd have a, a, a quality movie camera that could fit in the palm of our hands. Yeah. And we have Sean Baker to thank for that one. Yeah. And I, I think, again, it's just, it's just a great point from silent films, which I've never been a fan of silent films. I respect what they were yeah, and are. And again, maybe seeing a movie like this shines a little bit more light on it and, and, and respect, but how difficult it was to, to make, make talkies and just to see where they're at now. And even for, for Manny to see a 20 year gap is like, no, I, I don't go to the movies anymore. Yeah. For him, for him to leave what he, he was a part of to come back and see how movies have just transitioned. I'm sure it was a culture shock. Yeah. And and that I, I don't blame his character for for crying just to just see that and again like, it's very true, and again I don't I think it's a great thing to include in a movie, where people, do want to be a part of something yeah and if 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 you're if someone is you know thinking that, you know or rather, if you're listening and thinking that you don't want to be a part of something, then I don't know man like, you just like, it just life seems so. There's something out there that you can be part of. Yeah, like like I feel like something is missing. Just don't be lazy. Just go out there and find it. Yeah, yeah. Like it 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 doesn't have to be anything super super big and extravagant. But I mean, like, you know, you can be a part of 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 something like a you know, anything like that. That's what like, I think hobbies are for too. You know, I mean, what we're doing this podcast. Yeah. You know, and and again, I think that's the cool thing. Like the fact that a movie like that is an homage and how movies have transitioned and 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 changed drastically over time. The fact that we're sitting here doing this podcast about movies like that. Yeah. So it's, that's the beauty of movies, baby. It's the beauty of movies. Damn. Do I love them? Yeah, man. And it just, I think about that. I'm like, man, this, there's so many movies out there. I feel like, I feel like if we did a podcast a day, we would not even come close. We, we, we would barely, I would be, I would be happy. Oh yeah. It would, we it would, would be, be able amazing. To, we, we, we could cover some ground. Oh, yeah. Sure. I mean, you think about the amount of movies that we could just go through in a year. I can think of so many off the top of my head right now. But, yeah, and then you think about movies that just you're not thinking of at that moment, but you go through like like an encyclopedia worth of them. You know, like and a, you'll be like, oh, I forgot about that it's one. It's like here's a list of movie, like every movie that's been made in the history of movie making. And it could be a complete bomb right like the what's the worst movie oh hi mark oh uh, uh i can't even the name of it but the, then the room maybe but but then you got uh james franco and 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 seth rogan make a parody of that and that that actually their parody of oh, the movie ends hey, up being mark. good like yeah like that just, movie is so f- bad dude <laughs> Here's the thing, man. The original or the or the hilarious remake? I never saw the hilarious remake because I didn't like the original, so I'm not going to waste my the, time. The parody of it was actually hilarious, but, though. But that's the, that's the, the, funny the issue part. was is that to, that Tommy Wiseau guy was the issue. Yeah. With the movie. Yeah. And I don't care. Here, here here's the thing, okay? Movies, bad movies, even are so hard to make. Trust me, <laughs> they are hard to make. So I get that, and I can respect it. But that movie is terrible, and that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, I think it has like I the. Won't, I won't talk. Dan is like the worst rated movie, but also it might be. 
percentage. Also, there. Catwoman with Halle Berry is also one of the most re- worst rated movies of all time. Yeah. Well. So is Godfather Part Three, I believe. That scene, uh, we're off topic now, but that scene was so uh, so. Sophia Coppola yeah. is considered the worst acted scene of all time. Yeah, I I think of that scene. And I'm like, well, it's so I, I I I could never do that bad. You know? I, I would I would just call cut and be like, can we get a rewrite? What can we recast? Yeah, can we? Yeah, can we just do a recast or a rewrite something like? But uh, hey, guess what? Didn't make final cut. Sorry. But then. <laughs> On the flip side of that, you have movies like my personal favorite, Plan 9 from Outer Space, you know, which is from Robert Wood, Ed Wood, which is who is considered, I think, one of the worst filmmakers of all time. But his movies <laughs> were awesome. Um, and then you got dumb movies like Sharknado and Dude, yeah. Cocaine Bear. Which apparently is, all, is still that doing well. That movie at the, at was awesome. Office. That movie was awesome. What, Cocaine Bear? That Cocaine Bear was awesome. Ray Liotta's last film. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, man. Elizabeth Banks directed that movie, too, I found out today. Did she really? Yeah. that Dude, the movie was... It made more than Ant-Man on um, Saturday. That, that's kind of... You know, that's kind of like... Again, I get a little side topic here, or sidetracked, but that's sort of like... Interesting. I guess it's sort of related, too, about, about numbers and, and movies, like, which has been the case for, for decades now. But I think with, with Marvel movies in particular, it's been this, here's a, a movie that does well the first weekend. Yeah. But then it falls it drops off. off. That's sort of like this weird take with, with Marvel movies lately, ever since, ever since, um, ever since Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah, that one did it consistently well week after week for for quite a while actually. But that's the it's it's Spider Man and, and and like you had heavy names in that with Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire. You you knew the big names were going to be in it. And everyone wanted to see that and they wanted to see it multiple times. You know. So, um, the other thing I'll say is, <laughs> speaking of Cocaine Bear, there was that uh, n- like news or I guess it was really news news, but there was a a clip of cocaine that fell or spilled into the ocean and, and like a great white shark cocaine got shark. into it so i'm like are we gonna get a cocaine shark movie cocaine shark baby you know where it just it's like not jaws but it's like you know, or, or like deep blue sea they hate me <laughs> shark ate me deep blue sea wow oh man i don't know cocaine bear was here's the thing okay the actual cocaine bear died in like 35 minutes or some shit like that because <laughs> it just, it, it, it ate so much cocaine. It, it heart <laughs> exploded. So a bear OD'd on coke. But dude. this one, man, it's, he's uh, living. He's chilling. It's, it's sort of, yeah, it's, it's, that's, it's that's, an else. It's an else world's uh, story. Okay. So, but that's, that's the beauty of, of Hollywood. It's sort of like, well, this crazy thing happened in your life. But what if it lived? That's that's the question right there of, of a movie. But what if it lived? Great idea for a movie. What if it did live? What would happen? <laughs> and then you start writing down notes and you start writing out boom, then now you have a now you have a, a storyline. Then you have a screenplay. And then you start, you know, building characters and dialogue, and then boom, you have a, a movie that somehow is doing well 
at the box office. Go watch it. Yeah. It's funny. So, but yeah, uh, I would definitely recommend seeing, seeing Babylon. You know, if, if you feel like buying it, go for it, uh, or renting it maybe, or if you do have access to Paramount plus, uh, I would suggest giving a shot, you know, and, uh, I would have watched the whole thing uh, through, but when I started watching it, it was somewhat late at night already. Yeah. And, um, so I stopped at the two hour mark and then I watched the next hour. I did it, like, I would have watched the whole thing. I, I just was, I was getting tired cause it was late. Yeah. It was, it's a long movie, but, but I liked it. I, yeah. It was well, a good movie. And, uh, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think it deserves the hate that it, that it's been getting. And no, you know, I, again, maybe it's just the marketing and people just not understand the plot per usual. So Classic. no surprise there. So um, Classic. Yep. But that being said, um, you know, be sure to share this with your friends, family, all that kind of stuff. And, um, uh, and just we keep should talk have about movies, man. Yeah. Come on. You should you have know? a new uh, new logo up. So oh yeah, when is when is that happening? Yeah, probably this this episode premiere. So. Love that. Uh, shout out to my boy Ty for shout out to Ty on that one. Yeah, you know, rigging up a nice, nice, cool logo that embodies the uh, the whole point of this podcast. And can, can we pull it up just so we can we can see it, or is it hidden? Um, is it tucked away. It's too much work. I don't want to. Never mind. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. If, if it you, was a great episode. Blame Nick Dave for not being able to see the new podcast. Uh, episode logo because he didn't have it pulled up and ready to go i never ready to go but you'll see it if you if you access <laughs> apple podcast or, or spotify so um yeah actually never mind i guess you'll see it on do you probably click on us it. yeah hopefully you don't just like pass by and you're like looking for the old logo but you just see the name pop up you're like oh cool push Dope. notifications yeah yeah push notifications yeah you better be turning alerts on in your phone when you're like oh here's a new episode and we're on Twitter. You know, if you want to hit us up on Twitter and say like, Hey, I love the logo. It's uh, the underscore PSB underscore podcast. And, uh, we shall see everyone on the next one of the blood strings band.